Hi guys, welcome back to Through Her Lens podcast. I am so excited to be back on track and back on schedule with recording these episodes and getting them up for you guys. I'm also really excited because recently I've started doing a little bit more like marketing, I guess, for my podcast on different platforms like TikTok and that's been definitely helping get more listens on the podcast. So if you're new and you came here from TikTok, hello, hi, welcome. I hope you're enjoying the content. And if you are, please do not forget to, for one, um, rate this podcast if you're on Apple Podcast and give it a review. Also, don't forget to share it with other people if you really are enjoying this content. I feel like, personally, I have good content and it is very helpful to other people in the film industry. So if there's someone out there that you know that's trying to break into the film industry, whether they're female or not, I think this would be a really good resource for them. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, I want to like quickly get into the life updates because so far I've been having a pretty good week. Um, I'm recording this episode on a Tuesday, so I know that's like a little bit too early to be saying I'm having a good week, but I don't know. I have very high hopes, even though Monday didn't start out that great for me. Um, I think I said like recently in my last podcast episode of my life update that I applied to work at a plant shop. Yeah, well, I woke up on Monday morning to... A reduction email from them saying they have filled the position with somebody else which I was a little bit upset about because I really did want to work in a plant shop that's kind of a cool job and also discounts on plants but it is what it is um yeah and I was a little frustrated that morning because I kind of do miss working it's been a month since I've actually had like a job and like an actual paycheck I've been living off savings and not to get too into my finances, but I don't really like living that way. It's not really fun. I kind of miss having a paycheck and having a little bit more wiggle room and spending money. So yeah, I was a little frustrated on Monday because um, I didn't get that job. And so that meant that I wasn't going to be having more wiggle room and more spending money. And it was just a really bad start to the day. But I made the conscious decision to make it a good day, um, even though I had like barely anything in my fridge because I hadn't gone grocery shopping. I went back home last weekend So I didn't really have the time to like have a full Sunday reset. I kind of just like got home, unpacked, went to sleep, woke up the next day, had to do some assignments that I didn't get done over the weekend. And then I went to class that Monday and then didn't get out till like nine o'clock. So I haven't really fully reset my apartment. It's kind of messy in here, but like, I don't know. That Monday morning, I decided, you know what? We're going to make breakfast with whatever we have in the fridge. We happen to have um, bread eggs and milk and some seasoning so I made um, French toast which is one of my favorite things in the entire world I'm kind of glad that I decided to make that because that made my day a little bit better and then I decided to talk to some people in the cinema department and um, we've made like we've arranged a date to geek out over pre-production stuff for my short film so pretty soon I should give you guys more details on that because I know that I dropped that bomb a couple weeks ago and I know you guys are probably like itching to hear more about it and I promise I will give you more information on it. It's just that I got really busy going back home the past two weeks for a wedding and then my brother's birthday. And then I had assignments because we've hit that point in the year where it's no longer just lecture classes. We're actually getting like full on assignments now and I have exams. So like school just went from zero to 100 very quickly. And um, yeah, it's just been a lot. <clears throat> but um, in terms of other life updates... Um, this might be a little bit longer of a session because I just feel like a lot's been going on in my life and I'd like to fill you guys in. But um, 
my plants. All of them have new leaves. For a while, I was very frustrated with all my plants because none of them were like giving me any new leaves. No matter what I did, I would water them enough, tried not watering because I was maybe watering them too much. I moved them around to different spots in my apartment. I tried giving them more sunlight because I realized I had been closing my blinds a lot because my apartment has like a bunch of windows. And that's cool and all with natural light, but it already being like 90 degrees outside doesn't help. So when I have all that natural light coming in, it made it like a thousand degrees in my apartment. So I started closing my blinds, but you can't really do that when you own a lot of plants. So anyway, I ended up trying to change up the amount of light that I gave them and the type of water. I updated their water to like filtered water instead of just tap water, which is what you're supposed to do for some plants, but I just hadn't been doing it. And when I came back from um, going back home, I came back to my apartment and all my plants had like new leaves. And I was like, thank God, I've been wanting that. Now, if only I could have that same kind of like breakthrough with my life because I really just want to start working again and have like my school situation figured out because it's always difficult with the new semester trying to figure out like how you're going to walk to class, like what route you're going to take, what's faster, what time should you leave and kind of just getting your own schedule situated. And I feel like I'm in that point where I'm trying to figure out like the best balance and routine to get this semester knocked out. So far, I have not missed a single class, which normally I always end up having to miss one for some reason, just mentally I won't be doing okay or something, but I have not missed a single class yet. I thought I was going to this morning um, because I had to write an outline for a pilot script and I didn't get the chance to do it over the weekend because I had been with my family. And so I was like, you know what, we're just gonna have to take an L on this one because we're gonna discuss these pilot scripts in class and I don't have a script to discuss. So I was like, I'm just gonna take the L, I'm gonna email my professor and I'm gonna apologize and I'm gonna finish this script today and get it to him by the end of the day. Turns out a lot of people actually hadn't really, not script, I keep saying script, it's an outline. It turns out a lot of students hadn't turned in their outline and so my professor quickly this morning hit everybody up in Slack and was like, hey, I'm noticing a lot of people are probably struggling with this assignment and I don't think it's because of difficulty. I just think that you guys probably have a lot of stuff on your plate right now because other professors are assigning you things. So I'm going to do everyone a solid and just cancel class for the day. Please use this time to work on your outline and have it done by Thursday. Bro, I don't think y'all understand how often this happens to me. Every single time I try to like skip class, not that I do this often, but times that I usually have to skip class, that class ends up getting canceled because of a lot of people not doing the assignment. So it's kind of nice to know that it's not just me kind of falling behind slash like not getting things done. But yeah, that was really nice. I did finish the um, outline, by the way, you guys. I think I have like maybe three more like slots to fill in, but they're kind of things that we don't necessarily have to fill in. It was just more so an outline and he can help us with that. He just wanted us to get it started and have like the major ideas. So like characters, side characters, um, like a subplot, and then um, there were things that I left blank, like the tagline. I didn't fill that in yet because I just haven't figured out a tagline for this quite yet. And I think I left the like opening shot open. I don't know what I want to do for that yet. But other than that, like everything else is filled out. Like act one, two, three, it is very well fleshed out, I would say. I think that I'm very excited about this um, pilot script. And I don't know, I always want to make my own pilots. Like I whether they get made or not. Because here's the thing with like screenwriting, if you don't know this, um, a lot of pilots don't always get like actually made into a series. A lot of writers end up writing pilot scripts to get an agent or to just show off their talent. So 
that's kind of sad slash like kind of great because it's not like you can't make the pilot on your own it's just that you have to go into it knowing that it's not always going to be made and that can be kind of sad sometimes so yeah I think that's all of the life updates I have for you guys um I updated you guys in the short film on my plants on the pilot script that I'm writing now you're probably going to hear about that a lot more because I'm very excited about it I won't talk about it too much in this episode because that's not what today's episode is about today's episode is going to focus on how I am graduating film school with little to no debt so um yeah let's let's just jump right into that because I feel like everybody is really here for that because that is like super hard to do and I would love to fill you guys in on how I did that so let's just get right into it okay so you want to know about graduating college or film school more so with very little debt first things first I want to apologize if you can hear my AC going I'm very sorry but it is like ridiculously hot in my apartment right now and it's not being cut off you're just gonna have to deal with it sorry not sorry Anyway, if you want to know how I graduate or I am graduating with very little debt, there are a couple of things that you have to keep in mind. So, number one, how do I, mm, there's two number ones that I could make number one, but I think I'm going to go with this one being number one, and that is do not go to film school right away. I think it's a very dumb decision to go right to college like a four-year university right away because they're really expensive and the first two years are really just your prereqs anyway you might as well just go take them at a community college it's a lot less expensive I'm gonna give you some numbers real quick not a bunch because I just I don't I'm not gonna make you do math when I went to community college I could take four classes for about roughly two thousand dollars Whereas I'm currently in my four-year university studying film and my two classes cost about 3600 And that's just two classes. If that doesn't give you an idea of how cheap it is to go to community college, I don't know what else to tell you. But yeah, that's my first tip. Go to a community college, take your prereqs there, or even better, if you're in high school and you can do dual enrollment, please do it. I wouldn't really recommend AP unless that's your only option. Because like for my school, when I was in high school, AP was kind of the thing. They were always pushing AP and I didn't really like think anything of it because no one really mentioned dual enrollment to me. So I was like, okay, AP, that means college credit. Cool, I can do that. Um, for those of you that don't know, AP and dual enrollment, there's a difference. So AP classes are classes you will take when you're in high school. They're in high school, like you're gonna get taught by a high school teacher. And you're going to take them while you're in school. They're just like a higher level of whatever class it is. So for example, I took AP English and AP Spanish. It's usually just a much heavier course load and um, more rigorous content. So I was having to read a lot more literature at the time and annotate it and submit like four to six page essays every week. And it was just a ridiculous amount of work. So the difference between AP and dual enrollment, with AP, like I said, that's a high school course, you're going to take it in high school. Dual enrollment, you're going to take probably at a community college or a local college, and you'll take classes through them. It'll just go towards um, your transcripts. So you will have like an actual college class from an accredited school, and that will transfer over to another college. The thing with AP is, and this is why I think dual enrollment is better, 
AP, you have to take a test at the end of the year. And the test scores, I think, range from like one to four. And you usually want to score a three or a four because most schools will then accept it at three or four. That's the thing with AP. Each college has their own level of score they'll accept. So for example, if you wanted to go to like UVA, they might only accept a perfect score, which is a four on your English to take the credit. So if you got a three, they're just not going to take your English credit, no matter how great you did in AP English, how many A's you gotten on your test and how well you performed at the test, you didn't get a perfect score. So they're not going to take your credit and you're going to have to retake English in college. And you wasted like 90 something bucks because the test also is paid for, like you have to pay for it. It's like 90 bucks. I think it was 97, 92 or 97. I don't know why those two arbitrary numbers are there, but it's like somewhere in the 90s. And most people have to take multiple of them. So I don't know. Anyway, that's why I always tell people like, hey, if your school has like a dual enrollment or if you can try and find a way to get into dual enrollment, please do that because that point it's usually guaranteed that you will um, have your credits transfer over because they're actual college credits from an actual accredited school. And if your community college is like mine, they have an agreement program where if you um, graduate from that community college with your associates, then you can transfer to any school in Virginia that you want. So that's even better. You get into the um, university regardless. That's why I always recommend community college. At the time, I didn't enjoy going to it because all my friends were at four universities, but it actually didn't last that long. I think within the first year and a half to two years, a lot of my friends started dropping out and coming to the community college that I was at because it was too expensive and their family was like, we can't keep doing this. Because really, the most expensive part about like college is actually paying for your housing and meal plan. Classes are expensive too, but when you're having to pay for classes and basically the cost of living at that college, it, it starts to add up very quickly. So that's my first tip is to go to community college, take your prereqs there, and then transfer. Because for me, transferring was very easy because they already had an agreement with my school so I didn't get automatic admission from that. This gets really complicated. So basically, I didn't get automatic admission because one, I didn't graduate with my associates. I need one more class technically to graduate with my associates. I didn't take it. It was biology. I know. Judge me. I don't care. But I didn't graduate. But regardless of graduating or not, I knew that my credits would transfer because they already had that agreement program. So like I know for certain that VCU was going to take my credits, and they did. So yeah, long story short, go to community college, please take your classes there. It's a lot cheaper and it's just, it makes more sense. There's no reason to pay that much money for basic classes that don't even apply to your major. And if you can take them early, take them early. The second tip that I will tell you, and this kind of links to the first one, don't pay for the college experience. Don't try to pay for the college experience. I think it's so dumb. And what I mean by that is like, if you have the opportunity to go to go to a four-year university, go. And what I mean by opportunity, I mean like someone's paying for it out of pocket and they can comfortably afford it or you have a full ride. Cool, go, enjoy it. But like, don't try to go to a university just because you want to have those like stereotypical college experiences because honestly, at this point, it's bullshit. We are in COVID. Nobody is having 
the stereotypical college experience. No one is having those ragers. Nobody is having frat parties like seriously, like the way they used to be. College is not the way that it used to be. So at this point, you really have no other reason to go to college for that experience. You might as well go to community college anyway, because you're not going to get the typical college experience. And I think it's kind of bullshit to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars because you want to go live in a really shitty dorm and bond over being woken up by the fire alarm like seven times a week in the middle of the night or eating really gross food at your um, school's cafeteria things like that i just think it's really dumb so don't pay for that shit just dear god please go to community college don't even try to pay for the like college experience it's not worth it it's not even a college experience anymore you can ask any college freshman on campus right now are they having a lot of fun answer probably is no they're coping and they're having as much fun as they can but it's kind of useless useless at this point so i guess that's not really a tip i guess it kind of just goes along with the first one so yeah (laughs) moving on to the second tip my second tip for you is if you're applying to film schools please look at other film schools that are not usc or like nyu dear god please look for other film schools no hate or shame or anything towards those schools it's just that they're really expensive And people think that if they go to those schools, they're going to have a better chance at getting into the film industry. And that's not always true. For example, if you have ever watched Best Dressed um, on YouTube, I forget her actual name. I I hate that I forgot her name because I love her so much. But if you watched her videos, she talks about her experience when she went to, um, I think USC is where she went. And she's like, yeah, this was cool and all, but... um, she really isn't pursuing a career in film. She's actually doing fashion now. Like she goes to New York Fashion Week pretty often. And I guess you could say she's using her film degree because she had a YouTube channel, but she kind of just like stopped doing it. But I don't know. I I don't think that it was worth it. And even she agrees that it kind of really wasn't worth it going to that expensive school because she's not really doing anything in film, which tends to happen sometimes because people go into film school and they think, okay, if I just go to the really top film school in the country, and I get to bump elbows with these cool professors that things are going to work out for me. And that's not necessarily the case. There are people that don't go to film school and they work out amazing. And I don't know. I just I think it's kind of dumb to just pick those two schools because of their name, because then you're going to debt for no reason. I don't even go to that school. Like I go to Virginia Commonwealth University and I study cinema there. It is a state school, but it is a really good state school with really good numbers a lot of their students after graduation are working within their career field and the professors all have to be currently working in the industry so I'm not being taught by some 80 year old who knew the industry decades ago I'm getting taught by people that are like in their late 20s early 30s and they're pretty experienced and I'm getting like an actual view of the industry as it is now because they're still working in it And that's very valuable. So honestly, when you're looking for a film school, please don't just do it by prestige. Prestige does not get you, but so far, like it's cool to say that you went there, but once you step onto a film set, nobody's really gonna give a fuck. Like I can guarantee you, nobody is a single flying fuck that you went to NYU or you studied at um, USC or anything like that. They don't care, they don't. You are competing with everybody else very evenly. So I just, I don't think that it's really worth it. You need to look into other things like what are their grad students doing? 
are their grad students actually like working not grad students lord what are their like graduates doing are they actually working in their field or are they all unemployed like those are things you need to look at so that's like my number two tip for you is just to kind of like actually pick schools that are in your price range and that have other resources besides prestige because prestige really does not matter when it comes to film school it doesn't really matter when it comes to any school in my opinion i think prestige is kind of stupid that's one of the reasons why i didn't go to a certain college in atlanta that i will not name but if you know you know because i was not paying for prestige i think that's freaking ridiculous and they didn't even have like a specific film major i think it was like mass media which is not the same thing anyway i'm not here to throw shade Go to a school that is in your price range. Go to a school that is not prestigious. You probably will get the same level of education, if not better sometimes. Just saying. So quick correction and fact check, because for some reason I keep freaking butchering where people go to college. I swear, I'm, I'm really smart. I promise. It's just that like, there's so many colleges. Anyway, I double checked on two things. For one, the girl that I mentioned, best dressed. Her name is Ashley. I don't know why the heck I forgot the name Ashley. And then number two, she went to UCLA, not USC. Either way, it's a lot of UCs. It's kind of hard to keep up with all of them. But yes, she went to UCLA and she admits she is not using her degree. Just wanted to get that little fact check in there before anybody like calls me out. Because I know in one episode, I definitely butchered which college Spike Lee went to. My bad. I swear on everything. I'm an intelligent female. (laughs) And I know my cinema, I promise. That's all that I have. Thank you for enjoying this fact check. One of my last tips for you would be, if you can, try and plan this out accordingly. So for me, my parents paid out of pocket for my community college because it was like 2000 something. So that was very doable for them. And they paid it like in installments. Then I went to VCU and my first year I did financial aid because I thought, you know, okay, I'm going to need all this money because VCU is going to be really expensive and not going to lie, my college is kind of expensive, but not ridiculously expensive because I'm just paying for classes. So my first year I did financial aid and I got like 10000 from them. Yeah, that helps kind of, but not really because I don't know how do I put this. If I were a student that had to live in a dorm, that 10000 would do nothing for me. But as someone that actually was just taking classes, it did help a lot. Only issue with financial aid for me is I don't have that many credits left to take. I really only take like two cinema classes a semester because I've already taken all my other prereqs at community college. So that's another bonus and another incentive to go to community college because when you do go to your university, you're going to be straight chilling because you've already taken all your classes. So now you're basically just taking the classes that pertain to your major. And depending on how like difficult your major is, it might be like one or two classes a semester and you can use the rest of the time to work to try and pay for the semester that you're currently in, which is what I recommend. Because um, like I said, my first semester or my first year at VCU, I did financial aid and that was cool. But like I said, it's you have to take a certain amount of credits and I didn't have that many credits. So I ended up taking classes that I really didn't need just that I keep getting money from financial aid. And then I realized that's stupid you're you don't need all that money and you don't need these classes so we're borrowing extra money and taking extra classes and stressing myself out for no freaking reason so i completely after that last year i dropped financial aid i didn't get any more i didn't apply for it and i decided with my family that 
I was going to just take two classes for mental health reasons because last semester I was not doing great, which apparently a lot of students weren't. I was talking to one of my classmates yesterday and he was like, yeah, last semester just wasn't great for me, period. Like I missed a lot of classes just because my mental health was just so shit. And I was like, dude, I relate to that. It was not a great semester for anybody. Anyway, I digress. But um, yeah, I decided to just take two classes this semester. And I realized that I'm probably gonna be taking maybe two to three classes every semester for the next year and a half, which is all that I have left pretty much. Well, I have like next semester and then two more semesters after that, and then I'm done. So I'm basically only taking two classes every semester, which really isn't anything. And that's probably the best way to do it because like I said, community college, I took all of my prereqs. So I'm pretty much just taking like my actual classes and that really isn't that much money. Like I said earlier, for my two classes, it's about 3,600. And um, most colleges allow you to break that payment up into installments. And then on top of that, you can also still apply for grants. So I recently applied for a grant that is like a COVID relief fund that is supposed to help students like just take, I think, a thousand off of their tuition, which isn't a lot, but it's better than nothing. So I applied for that grant and then usually your program will do a lot of different grants. I know for the arts department, there's always like seven or eight grants that you can apply for. Um, Those get a little more complicated because sometimes they require you to have a certain amount of credits or um, write some essay pertaining to some like really specific focus. I don't know. But there's always a ton of grants out there. So you can always do that on top of paying out of pocket. So you can try and get the amount of money that you owe to the school down by grants and then just pay the rest of it out of pocket through installments or all at one time if you got it like that. So I think that that's the best situation is just try to take as many classes at the community college. That way you kind of lower the amount of money you'd have to give away to like a university. And then once you get rid of all those prereq classes and you go to your university to take your major classes, you really won't have that many classes. So you're going to be straight chilling because you only have two classes, maybe like three. And then you'll have that extra time to work and um, try and pay off some of that debt that you are owed to your actual like for your university. So in my opinion, I think that works out probably in the best situation. I know that this might not always be ideal for everyone. So that's why I said this podcast episode is titled How to Graduate with Little to No Debt. Um, It kind of just depends on your situation because for me, I'm still going to graduate with little debt because of that first year at VCU where I did apply for student loans. So I have just like, I think under 10,000. I might have just hit 10,000, which really is nothing compared to most people. Most people graduate with ridiculous amounts of debt. So I'm very thankful and very blessed and very fortunate to have great parents who were willing to help me pay for my college. And yeah, um, that's really all that I can think of is just to try to like take community college classes, take um, a lot of your prereqs as early as you possibly can. That way when you're in university, you're really just focusing on like your actual major and try to apply for loans, not loans, well, try and apply for grants as much as you can because there's more money out there than you think. You just have to ask and dig around for it. And then also don't be opposed to working. But I know that some people can't really balance working because I know a lot of people that are in college now that are like taking prereqs and their major classes. And it's just a lot to try and work and do those things. So that's why I'm very glad that I was able to take my prereqs early. So now I have more time to focus on my major as well as work to pay for it, which is really great. And I really do enjoy that. So yeah. 
also if you can over the summer save up money um I didn't do that for classes but I did do it for like living expenses for my first um couple of months at VCU um I did save up a little bit of money I'm just recently having to like ask my parents for money a little bit now because that money has kind of sort of ran out but it happens I did try to save up a little bit of money to live off of that way my first at least month um at college I could kind of chill and not have to worry about working so much so those are my tips for you I really hope that they helped um I'm sorry if they're very blunt very honest because I know that I totally just attacked the college experience there for a second but it's very true I think that it's dumb to pay for prestige. I think it's dumb to pay for a college experience. None of that really matters. What really matters is getting your degree and trying to not be in so much debt because then you're just going to stress out once you've gotten your piece of paper, your expensive piece of paper, you're going to stress the hell out trying to pay all that money back for it. And it just doesn't have to be that way. And these are all things that I wish someone would have told me when I was in high school slash community college because I was kind of just sort of winging it. And honestly, I probably could have avoided that whole year of asking for um, money from the government for my um, student loans, for financial aid. I could have honestly just like avoided all of that if I knew all this information. So that was the whole point of this episode is to help anybody out that may be in that position and is thinking of going to community college or trying to go to a four-year university, what they should do. And like I said, if you can afford to go to university full ride or someone's going to pay for it, go for it. Enjoy it. Have fun. But if you are like me and the rest of the population who cannot afford to do that, community college is your best bet. Grants are your best bet. And honestly, mental, like, mental, what is the word I'm looking for? Having a healthy mindset because it, it's very hard to not have a typical college experience and there have been times where I'm like dang I never got to experience certain things in college that my friends did and they have those memories but really it doesn't matter because the older that I get and now I'm seeing a lot of my friends who are graduated from college and they're talking to me about their student loan debt and I get to brag that I barely have any so there is always a rainbow at the end of it or a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for everyone yeah, <laughs> I feel like this episode was just like me just screaming at you guys for a good 20, 30 minutes. Um, I really hope that you enjoyed it and that you liked the episode. I would love to do more episodes on just like financial stuff because as I get older, I do find out more things and I would like to share them with other people. That way they don't make the same mistakes that I did. If you guys are interested in that, please let me know. Um, keep up with all things podcast at um on our instagram at through her lens podcast i'll have it linked in the description on this podcast <clears throat> and like i said if you guys like the podcast please share this episode with somebody who's in college right now share this episode with somebody who's in high school right now shit share this episode with anybody that you think it will help that's all that i have for you guys today um yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the episode Patreon link is in the description as well in case you guys want to donate because I gave out a lot of financial um, a lot of financial advice and I even disclosed some of my financial information without giving away too much. If you guys would like to donate to help pay off that little $10,000 loan, <laughs> Patreon link will be below. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.